Hey there, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. This is Back of the Cereal Box, the pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. And I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And this morning, we are going to take a deep dive into a property I knew nothing about until this week. And I'm going to need extra help from you guys in the audience because we're going to be talking about My Little Pony. And we're going to do that right after this. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi's Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome back. Good morning, Multiverse. This is Back of the Cereal Box, the pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. I'm your host, Johnny, and Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. And you know what? It is almost May, and it is still freezing cold in Middle Tennessee. So I've got my my, uh, hoodie, my fuzzy hoodie, in the rec room, keeping me warm. It's got a little, uh, I guess, leopard print pattern to it. I love it. It's kind of like my, uh, my, uh, you know, go-to keep warm clothing. And and DBRT is in the rec room. We're gonna welcome her on. She is my co-host of eleven years. My broadcast partner. She's an amazing, talented artist, photographer, model. And I say artist because photography is an art and actress, and she loves all things Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park and Wizard of Oz and Friends. I'll be there for you. <laughs> Thanks, John. Wait, what, what am I hearing in the background? Oh, <laughs> that's my kid's his tablet. Upstairs? No, it's in the dining room. I didn't close the door because the dog's in here. Oh, okay. I'll close it in a second. <laughs> All right. Well, D is with us this morning despite having a house full of sick people. Yeah. Adulting is hard. I don't like it. Can, can I go back? Well, that's what this show is all about, is helping us relive and go back, even if we're just an hour at a time, to uh, get away from some of that toxicity and some of the negativity that swirls around our lives. And um, we're glad that you guys are here. I'm glad that you're here, D. Thanks. Me too. I didn't think I was going to make it this morning, but here I am. Yeah. Awesome. And we also need to welcome in our third co or second co-host, third co-host. Yeah. Our other co-host all the way from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, via the magic of the interwebs, the peppermint princess, the social media socialite, 
She is your emotional support Canadian, lover of superheroes, comic books, and all things X-Men. It is Willow Skyler. And Willow Willow is coming to us from the the sunny golden fields of Ponyland. I love it. I love it. So um, we're going to get into My Little Pony in a little bit. Um, I love, Willow, that you embrace the entire theme. And do you know that when you just turn your head like that, whatever color your um, headphones are, they disappear. Yep. It looks like you have a hole in your head. <laughs> I haven't mastered the green screen thing yet because I haven't put up my, <laughs> my blanket. Yeah, we... we <laughs> Look, I again, I say this every week. I had full intention of putting up the whole green screen setup this morning, and I just <sighs> I, I, I didn't do it. It was literally all I could do to drag myself out of bed. You, you guys, do, do any of you, D, I know you don't, you have an Android, but Willow, do you have an iPhone device? Yeah, my, my, yeah, my phone. <laughs> okay, so, so iPhone changed the alarm. It's no longer a, a thing on the clock. Now it's under a new app called Sleep. And it's... Oh, it's I still have a, the alarm. Uh, well, when, once it updates, once you update to the new oh. version of iOS. And so this morning, I did not wake up the way that I normally would have. Oh, Okay. And so I'm 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 running a little bit behind this morning. Running a little bit behind. All right, D-Bar-T closed her door to uh, get rid of some of the background noise. Thank and my you. dog barked at you. Did you hear her? She no. barked at you. No, I put it on you. <laughs> Cuz I unplugged my headphones and she barked. She was like, "Oh, <laughs> interesting." Well, before we get into this, we do have a couple of people that we need to thank. Of course, our awesome opening theme song is performed by the murdering crows you can get their record for bad crows at amazon itunes google or anywhere you buy music and we need to thank our super cereal box friends eli cash cindy kept sharice collins dave Maginelli, dave mattingly greg and crystal jones and you guys we have a brand new sponsor and brand new super friend that i did not have time to add to this card Cade hawkins became huh. a, support, a supporter of the show and not just a supporter of this show. He actually decided to join the network with Cartoon Commotion. And uh, that show will be joining the Serial Box Network uh, starting in May. And to launch the show and to officially announce it, he will be with us next Saturday to talk about Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It's going to be so fun. Yay. So welcome, Cade, as a Serial Box super friend and as a member of the Serial Box Network. We also want to mention my book series, Tales of the Decoverse, available Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere you buy books. And our friend Sarah Jenkins, Every Beaten Path from Amazon, or better yet, your local bookstore. And you guys may be wondering, where has Sarah been lately? We've been wondering that ourselves, and we found out. She is now a big G, grandma. <laughs> and 
brand new newborn in the house. And I don't think I've ever seen someone so in love before. She is just enamored. She's busy being grandma. Mm -hmm. So that's weird, really weird for me to say. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Who's there? Do, do people not know that we do a show <laughs> at eight in the morning? Because I get called, like, you remember that morning Eli called me? Yeah. We were live? <laughs> and, and he knew we were doing a show. Is that the office phone, D? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys, if we if you can't tell, we are full of distractions this morning. I mean, well, this morning is just a total train wreck over here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. So Saturday mornings, everybody, for me, meant sitting down with a big bowl of cereal and sitting down to watch cartoons, read comic books, watch Godzilla movies, kaiju movies, kung fu movies, uh, sometimes pro wrestling, NWA, World Championship Wrestling. And um, at noon, uh, you know, Soul Train would come on or American Bandstand and Mom would kick me out of the house and we'd go to the pool or we ride our bikes down to the convenience store to the comic book shop and stay out until the street lights came on. And that was my Saturday. And that's what this this show is about, is celebrating that Saturday. So not only do we have My Little Pony cartoons this morning, but I have to ask everybody, what's in the bowl? And for me... You guys, I, I I have tons of boxes of cereal behind me, and I, you know, I was gonna pour a big bowl, but you know what I've been in the mood for, and I don't have in the house. I had to have some cinnamon toast crunch, so I drug myself out of bed early this morning. I got in the car, I went to the gas station grocery store, and I got some cinnamon toast crunch just because I had to have it. This is, in my opinion, the greatest, best cereal ever made. And so Willow has been eating the uh, caramel French toast crunch and making me jealous the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so I had to have it. So ta-da. That's what Izzy had for breakfast. She had to have it this morning, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I, I'm sadly done with my uh, caramel crunch cereal. Uh, so I decided to go and try. Um, I, I was at 7 Eleven and found some uh, cookies and cream almonds. Yeah. Cookies and cream almonds. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> So, wait a minute. I love almonds. I love cookies and cream, ice cream, Oreo cookies. So, and we don't have this in the States. Mm -mm. So, this is something unique to Canada. And what the the script is in Korean? Japanese? Uh, I, I believe it's Japanese. Oh, it smells so good. So, are, are these almonds covered in... In cookies and cream, like chocolate. What? 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 What is? What's going on here? As I'm losing them, uh, so it it's like coated in like a cookies and cream 
powder. Oh my god, or that's that's like chocolate. that's not an almond. That's like <laughs> a big ball. <laughs> but so, I know we're gonna we're gonna answer this question right now. Will it cereal? Will it cereal? So Willow has the cookies and cream almonds, this Japanese candy, and she's put it in the bowl with some milk. She's crunching down on it. And what what's what's the verdict here, Willow? Will it cereal? I, I, I suspect it does. But... I, I think so, but definitely. Um I, I think it tastes better without the milk. But okay. So, D, you'll appreciate this. Um, this week, I saw a friend of mine. They did a. Uh, they also have a cereal-based show, and they did Willet cereal with flaming hot Cheetos. Hmm. Oh God! Did they guess put them in whiskey? <laughs> no, but, but guess what? We're going to do on our next live adventure. What? Flaming hot Cheetos, or maybe Takis. Willet cereal. I think Takis will cereal pretty good. Only if Hillbilly's there with the whiskey. I mean, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I want to know. Hey, you didn't our... ask me what was in my bowl. Well, because normally <laughs> you don't have one. Well, maybe I got one today. What do you got? Oh, oh. my gosh. So speaking of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I know. You got the Cinnamon Toast Crunch popcorn. And I did. tell you us, D. Tell us all about it. Is it? I don't know. Like, I haven't tried it. Have you not? No, I was saving it to the show to try it because you said Ooh. don't try things until the show. So, but I come in here this morning and it's been opened, <laughs> and I was like, "Who's been eating it?" Shocking. What, wasn't me. <laughs> Shocking. Ooh. In a house full of five kids, someone pilfered <laughs> the cinnamon toast crunch popcorn. It smells like cinnamon toast crunch. See, I love I love popcorn. I, I'm do you a, really? I do love popcorn. I love all kinds of popcorn. So I'm like, okay, I'll try the popcorn stuff. But oh my god, that's so good! It is awesome. Wow. I, I specifically don't buy it because I can't resist it. That's really good. Yeah. It actually tastes like well, cinnamon sugar popcorn. It's good. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend. Don't so, ask me to put it in cereal. No, we already discovered that popcorn does not cereal. But here's my question for you, D. Wow. So how does it measure up in your mind to the uh, the other cookie and candy pop popcorn? I'm guessing you liked all of that that vintage Italia supplied us. Oh yeah, we totally ate it all. I think I like this better. You know what? It's really good. So I have a whole sweat. I have a whole like um, care package gift bag basket. <laughs> As D crunches the bag right in front of her mic, I love it. <laughs> I told you it's a train wreck over here this morning. I don't even care anymore. Look, so there are people watching and listening to the show for the very first time. They they hear me on Clubhouse talking about podcasting. And they hear me talk about how this show is live to drive, which means we stream this live, but we don't edit anything out. 
sometimes that's really good. Sometimes <laughs> that can lead to things that aren't so good. And so when you hear, you know, when you hear something crackle or crunch, it's real because that's who we are. Snap, that's, crackle, pop. That's who we are. <laughs> yeah. So I need to ask everyone in our audience, this is how this works. You guys get to comment. And um, you guys get to uh, join us in the chat as uh, D moves her mic around. Um, I, I, I feel like we hear I, I, I everything, like, D. Geez. I feel like I'm the reason why the show needs like a five second delay because of, in case I slip a swear word in. <laughs> <laughs> but you never have. You've never slipped a swear word in. <laughs> That I've heard. <laughs> now, Maybe the slight little comments I slip in. That now, yeah, no, the innuendo that D adds in causes our audience <laughs> to make those comments. I think I think Cheryl, our guest Cheryl, she she came in with the potty mouth. D had to be like. <laughs> yeah. So love Cheryl. But you guys can comment uh, as you're uh, watching the show live. And I want to know what your favorite breakfast cereal is and what's in your bowl this morning. And we've got some comments this morning. Uh, George Bueller, good morning, cereal boxers. I'm getting ready to go into the comic shop. He's going into clobbering comics in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. If you are anywhere in the Elizabethtown area, Bowling Green or even Louisville, Make a drive down to Clobbering Comics. Go see George. And I got to tell you, they are an amazing comic book shop. And maybe one of the best in the area. Um, we need to make a road trip up there, D. Instead of going to Huntsville the next trip or Bowling you Green. You guys let's should, yeah, should do a show live from his, from his shop. You know what? George... Help us make that happen. Make it happen. Let's schedule that um, sometime in the next month. Because, D, we've not been on a road trip now since, what, uh, Nerdy Gras. Mm -hmm. That's been over a month ago now. Can you believe that? I went on a road trip yesterday, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Zentron says, I really enjoyed the, that Spider-Man show, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Well, you'll need to join us again next week so that uh, you can be a part of that discussion as well. And of course, George says, I'd love to have you all come out. Yeah, we need to make this happen <laughs> because I love everything I've seen from Clobbering Comics, but I've not been there myself and need to. I don't want to. I have to. I so, love doing live shows from comic book stores. It's so much fun. Yeah, live shows are great. And and we want to take the show on the road more. Um, we want to do the Back of the Cereal Box live road show. Um, and it's just all about time and money and scheduling around family, especially these two dogs and five kids. <laughs> and right now it's track, 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 track. Who's it's running track? Me. I'm running the program. Oh. But, but Maddie. Maddie. She's Maddie. A thrower. Yeah. Okay. 
I never I never took Maddie as a track runner. She's not. She's a thrower. Oh, a throw? What? What does she throw? Shot put and disc. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh. That's Trying to get her into some running events because she went and ran a 5K for Mountain Man last weekend and came in third. Yeah, oh, but wow. Maddie... And she, and she never trained at all. And, and she came in third overall. And I'm like, dude, why aren't you running? You need to do... I'll tell you why. Maddie does not strike me as the person who would think running is a fun activity. Yeah, but <laughs> she used to get up in the summer and run the whole neighborhood in early in the morning. I know it's it's really bizarre, but yesterday we went to the shot put competition and I mean not shot put, jeez, pole vaulting, and I'm obsessed. And I'm trying to get them to give me a pole vault pit, and I'm like, I will learn how to do it. I and need to see this. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I need to see DBRT flying through the air uncontrollably. I will do it. Oh my god! Hey, look here. Here's a shocker, folks. I'm very uncoordinated. Um, it's amazing that my team actually won second place in uh, in um, in a dancing competition. <laughs> well, I, I want to see that too, Willow. I want to see. I want to see you accident prone, klutzy Willow Skyler flying through the air on a on a pole vault. No, <laughs> we'll have to have you sign a disclaimer. <laughs> um, all right, so before we get into My Little Pony, we're going to mix this up just a little bit, um, because when I was a kid, we would pour the cereal, sometimes we would do it before we poured the cereal, to sit down to watch cartoons, but we would reach into the cereal box to pull out the prizes inside the cereal box, and this week, I have something that we call New Loot sponsored by entertainment earth and i have something that is a little bit different but i want to share it because marvel comics heard my plea this is moon knight black white and blood mm -hmm. this is a deluxe edition collected edition of the entire mini series this is the complete opposite of My Little Pony. <laughs> this is this is bloody, violent, and and it's all in black and white, but with red highlights. And so, when Marvel collected this into a collected edition, it's all different short stories. It's an anthology, all different writers, all different art teams. Here's the back cover, and you can see a bloody Moon Knight. One of the complaints I had when this series first came out as a traditional size comic was that I felt like the panels were too small to really appreciate the artwork. And I said on my review on New Comics Yum, Yum, that I wished they would do this in like a tabloid format. And lo and behold, Marvel heard my plea and they released it in tabloid deluxe size so that the art panels really pop they're they're not small and i'm trying to find one of the uh my favorite panels and i can't find it it's gonna drive me crazy i should have prepared for this better but as d mentioned it's been a little bit chaotic this morning 
for uh, all here of we us, go. evidently. Yeah, yeah. So even even at the tabloid size, Scott Bakulow's work is is you know super detailed, but I love that it's tabloid size, it's big, it's got this beautiful uh, I don't even know what you call this uh kind of cover. It's not it's not hardcover, it's not soft cover, but it's um like almost like plastic or I don't know what you call that. George, what do they call that finish? You know, but it's like this ultra deluxe, super thick cover. Like a and book? It's like a book, but it's not a it's not a soft cover book. It's <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe it. You when you when you feel it, you you'll know what I mean. It's got the thickness of a hardcover, but it's soft cover. And it's got this this finish on it that it, I, I don't know how do you describe it, but Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood is a lot of fun. If you love Moon Knight, if you love comics, if you love just super creativity, this is super fun. And if you love things that are completely opposite of My Little Pony, pick it up. Available from our sponsor, Things from Another World. Link in the comments. And also check out our sponsor, Entertainment Earth. So that's new loot. And Willow, are you frozen? Uh, nope. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're just reclining. Just, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. She's hanging was... out with her little, <laughs> little ponytail. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's good. <laughs> I like it. I like that, D. That's good. Anybody else have anything from the cereal box? Any prizes to show off before yes. we get into our main topic this morning? She said yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, girl. Do you girl. have anything, D, yes. before I go and show you the remnants of the dollar store that I rated. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. Uh -oh. I appreciate Willow it. Willow rated a dollar store. All right. So ignore the mess. That's my living room. <clears throat> All right. So I went and found some stickers. I'm in the process of making a shadow box uh, clock. Thank you uh, to our friend Lauren Knight for all the fun ideas. Uh, so yeah, I raided the uh, the oh, Dollar Tree and got some really cool stickers. Are these puffy stickers? Yes. They are so pretty. I love those. I have to go get them. What am I going to do with them? <laughs> Uh, but I, these ones especially, I love. They're butterflies and they're like 3D. P puffy butterflies. Well, that. Wings that stick out. Those are cool. That That's going to play right into the theme of this morning's show. Those <laughs> colorful puffy butterflies. And because I like lights. Oh, multicolored LED lights. <laughs> have you put uh, them all throughout your house? That, I have a couple upstairs already by my by my window that I want to try to um, make pretty. And the fun thing about these lights, they come five in a package. They have a remote. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, so you can yeah. either turn them on by pressing them or by using the remote. Yep. That's fantastic. I love that. 
D, you got any prizes to show off this morning? Mm-mm. No? Okay. So, well, that's not the layout I wanted, but there's D in the middle. Look at her. So cute. <laughs> this is how it should be. Boom. There we go. There we go. Um, Where am I? What just happened? You are here. <laughs> I lost track. Um, so we, we need to talk about our main topic this morning. And that is Saturday morning, 101. And to do this, I'm going to flip us into a new layout. So check this out. With this layout, we get to have playing in the back. And I love how you it, how it, that it, that video will play for you, but it won't play for me. <laughs> oh, so we're able to get uh, Pluto TV to uh, play on on your screen. No, I I, I was trying to play a video Wait. on Cryptic Crunch uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't Wait. working for me. Why 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 is why is Mighty Wind playing? Wait, what? <laughs> I, would, look, I would rather, I would be rather talk about A Mighty Wind. This is one of my all-time favorite movies. Have you guys ever seen A Mighty Wind? This is not what we're here to talk about this morning. Um, we're here to talk about My Little Pony. Let's see if we can get it back to My Little Pony. There we go. There I'm we just go. laughing because, yeah, train wreck this morning, man. What, like, it's, yeah, so it, it's not just me. <laughs> It's not just you, but we're gonna. You guys we, are making me feel better. <laughs> Y'all are making me feel way better about adulthood this morning. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Adulting is hard. So this morning we are talking about my, my little, pony. little pony. I think I had all of those. And I think I still did. Do. You really? Yeah, I was obsessed. My with little my pony. I had like the castle and everything. Does your My did Little you Pony really? figurine still smell? like yeah. it's supposed to okay i had one that uh, i i found like years later in a box that my mom had and it just it smelled rancid it was disgusting no they all still smell like strawberries and sunshine hmm i wish i i would have thought about it what, what, what is what is sun what does sunshine smell like <laughs> sunshine Freshly well, mowed grass and what is fresh air. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so what, what the girls are referencing is the toy line that was introduced in 1980. And the My Little Pony cartoon show wasn't introduced until 1986, long after the smash success of the toy line. And the toys were produced by Hasbro. They still are produced by Hasbro. Um, and um, D, you were obsessed with them. Does Izzy get into My Little Pony? Did Maddie or Kaylee or, or the other girls get into them? Somewhat. Somewhat. Not like I was, but somewhat. But, I mean, they have them. And if they see them at the store, they, like, want, want to get them. Yeah. My my daughter was the same way. She 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 was more of a fan of Polly Pocket, but she loved oh, yeah. My Little Pony as well. Um, and oh, I hate those things. Really, Polly Pocket, because they're this big, and they lose everything. And then and it's like you, you, stepping on a dang Lego if you find a piece. 
And then I always vacuum them. Anyway, I, I hate those things. Oh, I can't I can't count how many Polly Pocket shoes and <laughs> accessories we vacuumed up. Mm-hmm. And it's, then it's, it's insane. I can't find my shoes. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> well, look in the vacuum. Look in yeah. the bag. Barbie shoes and 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 carpets don't get along very well. I I've lost several Barbie shoes in well, my you know what? carpets. I mean, Barbie shoes are good. You know, they're like this. Like you can see them to not vacuum them up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Polly Pocket's like the size of your fingernail. Like, yeah, the ooh. little little tiny accessories. And and my daughter had the like the hangers that the clothes hung on, mm-hmm. and those hangers are this big. And yeah, they they got sucked up in the vacuum cleaner, or <laughs> or they would fall between the cracks of the hardwood floor. I mean, yeah. Well, we we had a, a old house. Dave, yeah, I'm like that's not good. You have yeah, cracks we, in your floor. <laughs> well, because when you older houses do, you know, the, they, they, they separate. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yep. uh, so anyway, we're not talking about Polly Pocket. We're talking about uh, My Little Pony. And it's going to play in the background um, above us as we go through this. So here's what I didn't realize. Because, look, I was not a My Little Pony fan. I never watched this as a kid. I assumed because our fans put this on the list of Saturday morning essentials. I assumed it was a Saturday morning show. Turns out this was not a Saturday morning show. It was introduced in 1986 because of the smash success of the toy line, but it was introduced as a daily, a weekday show to compete with GI Joe transformers he-Man, She-Ra, part of that whole block. D, you just had a light bulb go on. I remember these guys. I remember the bees. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is the first episode that's playing above us and playing without sound so that we don't get copyright hit. But, um, you know, this was about a, a show about um, a girl named... Um, what was her name, Willow? Uh, uh, Megan. Uh, a human named Megan in a world of magical ponies and their adventures together in Ponyland. Now, this original series ran daily from 1986 until 1992. And you can see it playing, but here are a couple of frames of the animation. There's Megan and her little friend. Basically, D, this looks like you. <laughs> it looks like D Barty. I think I had that outfit. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I bet I could find the simplicity uh, pattern for that, too. Uh, yeah, I think my mom made it. Now, here- <laughs> I, I there's thing kind of that I kind of like about the My Little Pony designs because as a fan of mythology and mythological creatures, I love that some of them are unicorns, some of them are Pegasus, um, some of them are fairy ponies. Um, I kind of dig that, but you guys. Oh. And, and the I, dragon. I remember the I remember the dragon. Oh, John, why, I get it. Why were there why were the dragons in the Ponyland? I don't know, but I get it now. Why you guys are all like, oh, Saturday morning, oh, 
because this is really like I get it. So give me back. <laughs> I remember something. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. I don't remember so originally like the first show, but I remember uh, I I ran into like the My Little Pony Tales show uh, that that yes. came after this, and wow, is that ever a terrible show? <laughs> okay, so you guys, Sorry. I never watched this as a kid. I never. Well, did. Why not? It's so I, well, girly and come on, John. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So I never saw an episode of My Little Pony until this week. I watched And what did you think? Well, I I really tried. <laughs> I tried. And and when I say I tried, D, I'm talking about I watched four episodes. Oh wow, you tried way harder than I do. <laughs> I know. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Um no, I didn't just watch I, I watched two episodes of the show. And then because the original link that I sent you guys was the 1990s um, direct-to-DVD animated movie, um, I watched that whole thing before I realized it wasn't the, the cartoon series. It, it was no. the wrong thing to watch. I, I watched an hour and a half of My Little Pony before I realized, oh, wait, this isn't the, the, the 80s series. Because this oh. series ran from 86 to 92. And then, you, you ran into the newer stuff? or Well, so the newer stuff is, is this. This is what's out now. Um, you know what French... this reminds me of? Powerpuff Girls. It's like My Little Pony and Powerpuff Girls together. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the bubbly. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, just, yeah. No, that's that's cool. This is uh, uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, which is the current series, and it has its own um, comic book series from IDW, um, which I thought which about maybe. Maddie loved when she was younger. Remember? When we first started that other show, and she would come oh, with yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten that. I had forgotten that. All right. I'm going to. So, by the way, can we just say that Pluto TV, which is playing in the screen above us, um, I, 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 I kind of fell in love with Pluto TV because they actually show commercials. I'd forgotten what it's like watching television with commercials because everything I watch is on streaming. The and reason why we're going to streaming is because of the bad commercials. I mean, right? <laughs> No. I don't know. I watch a lot of murder mystery shows while I'm cleaning my house. So I, I have this. <laughs> so I still get commercials. Well, I, I love commercials, though, because commercials show you what's coming up, what's new, what's available in the marketplace. You get previews. I, I, I like knowing about well, I like Noggin. Johnny, I, I, I don't think know anything we're about this. having issues with YouTube. Oh, YouTube just killed the stream because we're playing the, the video. So, you know what? We'll remove that. Wow. Yeah, we'll just have to upload it later. Dang, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you guys for letting us know that. That does not surprise me um, that YouTube killed it. Did. But uh, anyway, um, 
we do have some funny comments here. Dave Mattingly says, sorry, honey, your Barbie shoe got sucked into the floor just like your disobedient older sister. <laughs> if only. That would be a good one. If only. <laughs> and Grizzly Adams says, I've never watched My Little Pony, LOL. Grizzly Adams, neither had I. And look, I tried. I really tried to get into this show. And <laughs> can I just say, uh, to be kind, I thoroughly loathed this show. I did not like it one. I, I, I was sitting through the whole time going, oh, this is so insipid. How could anyone enjoy this? But the show is cringy. Like, it's, it's a very, like, <laughs> I like it. I, I will try very hard not to uh, compare well, it to other things that no, I, I like hair bears, but... too. Well, and, and Rainbow Bridge right. was different, Those though. Were, that was all made. But it was, like, overly cute. Um, yeah. Well, that that's that's what, what its purpose was. That's the audience it was playing to. And I'm not going to bemoan anyone who loves My Little Pony. The baby talk, it. the baby talk throughout the whole show, though, it is no. Right. Yeah. No, it, it, it was not my thing. But for people who love it, like Debarty, I'm so happy that you love it. I'm so happy that this is there, that something for this audience exists. I, I, I love that. And there are parts of My Little Pony that I find a lot of uh, a lot of value in. For example, the animation frame rate was the best of its era. I was watching this thing and thinking, wow, the animation on this is really good. Also, the character models, the designs of the characters, the colors, the, the consistency of the color palette, and everything about it is really well done. So, you know, I can appreciate the artistry and the uh, intention on the show, but the I this one I get it now why it's so hard for you sometimes to do the homework that I send you. We have a great understanding of each other. In this I'm moment. right there. <laughs> I'm right there. But um, so there were twelve strange and disturbing facts about oh, the original. You just what? showed that clip. You need to you need to post Grizzly Adams comment there. <laughs> oh, yeah, he says Grizzly Adams says we need to get D that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and hilarious. Dave Mattingly says the show ran every weekday for 6 years, but there are only 65 episodes. So here's here's probably why they probably discovered that people will, the fans watched it regardless of whether it was a new episode or not. D, did you ever care about the the storyline? I, I don't, I don't remember because I never watched it. Did it have a continuing storyline or was it just a standalone no. one and nope. done episode? One and done. And so I remember that as a small child. For whatever reason, storylines have always been important to me, even since I was like five, four, whatever. Yeah, so so it wouldn't matter if it was a brand new episode or if it was two years mm -hmm. old. Um, it looks the same. It feels the same. 
And, you know, you don't have to have seen one to understand the other. Right. So that makes sense that they would only create 65 and run them continuously for six years. But Grizzly Adams also agrees with me here. He says, it's so colorful, though, I might enjoy it uh, under the influence. (laughs) And Dave Mattingly agrees with me. Not all of us are the target audience for this show. And I definitely was not and am not. But I love that D Barty is. And I love that D is going back on a uh, time travel trip in her mind. Two shows drove me nuts uh, during this time. And Look at Willow's other little pony. I'm sorry. Though. I'm sorry. My Little Pony and the Smurfs were uh, two of the worst shows that popped up in the 80s. Sorry. Wait, D, what? What did you say? Her other side. She's got a ponytail on the other side. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, <laughs> let's let's talk some trivia here. Twelve and disturbing facts about the my the original My Little Pony. I don't want to go down this road. <laughs> well, the, number one, the first pony was not little, and I remember this. My Little Pony actually started out as My Pretty Pony. It was a much larger, ten-inch horse doll that was part of Hasbro's romper room line in 1981. Um, And it was moved over to Hasbro proper in 1982, shrunk down and released as My Little Pony. And the original Pretty Pony still had brushable hair, but could wiggle her ears, swish her tail, and blink. However, she only came in one color, brown. And... um, Still, given that all of the uh, My Little Pony figures were just solid pieces of plastic, I mean, that's a little bit of a downgrade. It, but, it is. I want but, that. I want that doll now. Right? <laughs> now, do I remember this correctly, that the commercials for My Little Pony did, like, I, I showed the picture of the one. Am I remembering this correctly from the commercials, that that design on on her body did that appear when you rubbed it with water like cold water some of them did did? some of them did but some of them were actually uh painted on or um uh silk screened or whatever it was i think i still have this pony i think i really really think i do i think it's upstairs (laughs) i think you need to go find it i think i do too (laughs) i mean like right now Oh, it'll take me a while. There's a ton of toys up there. Oh, I'm pretty sure I have that. But 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 so I am remembering that correctly. They had. The I'm gonna add it to my collection. Pony. Yeah, there there. I'm I'm fairly certain there was a color changing ones, and then uh, because there, I think it was like eighty five, eighty six that had like the color changing uh, phenomenon that came out suddenly. I I I could be wrong. Maybe it was later. But everything had, like, especially Barbie had color-changing hair. That's awesome. Okay, so my memory serves me correct, even though I wasn't into the ponies and never had them myself. Um, What about number two, uh, Willow? All right. When the first My Little Pony cartoon aired in 1986, it was titled My Little Pony and Friends because of the first half would be My Little Pony would be in My Little Pony cartoon, and the second would be based on another Hasbro toy line marketed to girls. 
These included the Glow Friends, based on the best-selling glow worm toy, and I had one. Um, Moon Dreamers and Potato Head Kids. I don't remember that one. I which was either. about a bunch of potato children being marginally watched over by Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> I don't remember that. But so basically the ponies were corporate shells. Is that what we're saying? A lot of it was. <laughs> a lot of these shows that were based on cartoon toy lines were. Well, yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting is most of the toy, most of the cartoon series at this time were created ah! specifically to sell toys. <laughs> D, are you having a seizure over there? No, Most I'm of these so cartoons... sorry. Dave's comment got me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. I'm going to have to start hiding comments from D. Hi, oh, Keisha. Keisha says, hello, beautiful people. Dave Mattingly says, weren't the potato head kids called tiny tots? He said, why weren't they? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. That's exactly what I said when I when I first read that. Bless you. And, and Dave Mattingly says, Pony got some wicked ink. Talking about the uh, design <laughs> on the, uh, the the pony body. I love it. I love it. Yep. So, but anyway, to my point, a lot of these, Sorry. a lot of these cartoons in the 80s were designed specifically to sell toys. This, <laughs> The, tight. I don't know. I don't know, John. Do you need a hall pass to excuse <laughs> yourself? Um, Turn she your just, She just does not want me to get this point out. But this show was opposite. The, the toy line was created first. And the cartoon series didn't come until 86 after the toy line was a smash success. And Grizzly Adams says, bless you, Dee. <laughs> <laughs> so D, you get number three. Oh. What about ponies naming themselves? I am not reading that. <laughs> well, I will. They I were just really saw... I'm not reading that. Okay, you can do number four. Number three is um ponies were not good at naming themselves. Seeing as some of the ponies' names were Cherry's Jubilee, Ruby Lips. And chocolate delight. It was kind of brilliant, but some ponies had horrible names that didn't make them sound like they. Well, it kind of made them sound like they started. This is the reason why we need women in, in writing and coming up with things for women, <laughs> for girls. Yeah, because <laughs> these are all real names like Wizard, Salty, <laughs> and Steamer. Yeah, they kind of do. I, I mean, and Cherry's Jubilee, Ruby Lips, Chocolate. They all sound like potential porn star names. I'm just saying. D, did we break you? You broke me. All right, give I us like, I... <laughs> Some of these ponies danced their way through college. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's that's great, Dave Mattingly. I love that comment. All right, D number four. I don't How are baby ponies either. made? I'm not reading this either. You're you, you, okay. I'm not doing this. All right, Willow, My... take this one. 
My Little Ponies breed like rabbits taking fertility treatments, which we know because of 10 of the original My Little Pony characters had babies who they <laughs> invariably named after themselves, either out of vanity or lack of imagination. Thus, the child of Lickety Split would be named Baby Lickety Split. This means that even as an adult horse, she would still be named Baby Lickety Split. Oh my God. Unless there's some kind of ritual where baby lickety split, that's a lot of lickety split, kills her mother in order to formally pass into adulthood. It's like, seriously, okay, where was this? Can I sit, can I, can I go back in time and sit through the meeting of when they created the show? Who comes up with this stuff? Like, why? Like, come on. Baby lickety split. That now that sounds like um, there needs to be a poll like that. You know. <laughs> anyway. And and so D, can you do five? No, not doing that one either. No, she doesn't <laughs> want to read this. Okay. <laughs> so some ponies. Speaking of of having babies, some ponies. Um, could breed without traditional sex. Oh my God. They were immaculately conceived. Baby ponies, a special line of babies unique from the regular babies, were born from their mother's reflection, which is super weird when you think about it because it means looking into any reflective surface would potentially make a, 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 a baby, a tiny uh, version Monkeys. of yourself pop out of yourself. Yeah, I, I, you know. That's what happened to me. That's why I have five. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone had way too much time on their hands to come up with this list, by the way. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so. Oh. Like, like number six. Oh. Willow. No. Several. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Several oh my, my little pony places. <laughs> <laughs> the, the My Little Ponies liked a little light bondage because they came with <sighs> bridles and saddles. <laughs> They're ponies. What? But okay, so the the author makes a, a great point though. It is a little bit messed up because you're forcing sentient talking horses to wear saddles and bridles to be ridden. I mean, that's a little bit messed up, don't you think? It, it would be as an adult, but as a child, you know, horses have saddles. <laughs> well, but adults are creating these for children. <sighs> we, I don't, we, we as a human species, though, we, you know, we come up with a lot of weirdness stuff to torture people, though. All right. So just saying. <clears throat> I'm going to get into these next uh, couple because in the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the satanic panic. And according to this author, My Little Pony was pretty satanic. The first My Little Pony TV special was titled Return to Midnight Castle, which is what we had playing that got us killed from YouTube um, and featured the ponies trying to rescue their friends from Tyrek, who is basically... Satan is a centaur, and Tyrek sends his monsters, led by Scorpan, a bat-winged alligator-faced monkey man, to capture and enslave ponies so they can pull his chariot of midnight. 
And he also turns the ponies into dragons. Oh, that's why there are dragons. Okay. This is literally the most, I mean, come on. And, and, and I mean, really satanic. Think about this. My little pony sounds like uh, most of the episodes were based on, you know, <laughs> most of the episodes, the titles sound like they were based on man of war album covers. Okay. Like the villains of the series included Erebus, the cloud demon, Laven, the lava demon, Tyrek, the uh, centaur demon, Grogar, who isn't just a ram demon, but a ram demon necromancer. You know what a necromancer is, D? <laughs> no, but I love Grizzly Adam's last comment. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> wait, 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 what did he say? Okay, so Grizzly <clears throat> Adam says, oh, sorry. D is going to need therapy after this episode. You guys are <laughs> ruining her childhood memories. That's funny. Be glad I, I couldn't find the zombie My Little Pony picture that I bought at a convention because oh. that would just ruin her. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. You guys are torturing me because you know, I don't have very many. I don't remember very many things. And the things that I do, you're like, oh, well, Smurfs were, they were all male and there was one female. And, like, well, and no we, baby. We need to stop like spending so much time trying to think uh, overthink these cartoons like really <laughs> well my know, little pony my little pony <laughs> you do you think the creators realized how glitter how twisted some of these concepts were when they were creating this or were no. they just were they just I like, think, hey look, man, what if what if this little pony was like called Lickety Split, man? <laughs> You're welcome, D. So one last one, Willow. What effect did My Little Pony have on Gem and the Holograms? All right, number twelve. Uh... I've shut that list down. I quit looking. I can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my Little Pony killed Jim. Oh. Uh, well, my little, pony, uh, my little Pony movie killed any chance of you getting to watch an animated Jim movie. Apparently, it and the Transformers movie un underperformed so badly Hasbro lost $10 million on them, which... Not only killed the theatrical release of G.I. Joe movie, it went straight to video, but also destroyed a gem movie that was actually in development. Interesting. So, you know what? Even back then, in the 80s and 90s, and today, I have never been able to figure out why animation studios, movie studios, think it's a good idea to take a cartoon series that you can see for free on Saturday mornings, or in this case, every day, and do a theatrical release movie. Why am I going to pay for a ticket price to see a property in the theater that I see for free every day? It seems counterintuitive, like you've trained your audience to just sit at home and wait for this. But yet Mattel went and did like a whole series of... Uh, like animatronic Barbie exercise videos. But those weren't released in the theaters. <laughs> those, those were released on home video. 
Still I, I creepy see. as heck, though. Well, yeah. sure, but you know. <laughs> what? Sure. How does Barbie exercise? <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, speaking of Jim, one of my friends uh, did a it did a series on uh, with his art uh, with the '80s properties, and oh, he did Jim and the Hologram. That needs to be in a frame, Willow. I am planning on getting one. Uh, so, Evan, me and you have to talk because we we need to have you on our show someday. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Well, Clyde Hall has a great comment. It's an ongoing debate. How could the Sid and Marty Croft folks, which we've talked about HR Puffin stuff and Lidsville and all of that, create those shows without pharmacopoeia enhancement. So they say. And Sid and Marty have admitted that they did partake of the juju weed. Those shows. Dave Mattingly says, Barbie didn't need to exercise. She was that skinny because she never ate. (laughs) Good point. I guess we'll find out in July, won't we? You know what? Who's, who's she, excited for the Barbie movie? I saw a preview for that. I'm. It's pretty funny. I think it's going to be it's a riot. Yep. She couldn't eat because she can't reach her mouth with her. <laughs> kind of like Ty- Tyrannosaurus Rex hands. But with Barbie, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't reach my mouth with my hands stuck like that. That's, that's, that's what it is. Yep. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says, I can think of really weird stuff without any pharma help. Well, speaking of really weird stuff, My Little Pony has an entire fandom, this subculture fandom of grown adult men who love My Little Pony also referred to as the bronies. And you know what? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. These are some of my favorite people. Okay. They they really are. And before you say what you told me off air, because I didn't know any of that, but I didn't either until this morning. We'll talk about it in a minute, but you talk about the bronies. They're some of my favorite people. I love the, the motorcycle gang, not gang, but motorcycle brony men oh they're my favorites they're my favorite so it's like it's like motorcycle guys right they ride yeah. like harleys or whatever they have like their their leather jackets but on their leather jackets they have like my little pony patches and <laughs> and then they wear their helmets they'll, they'll have like the, the the tails and the hair and i just love them they're they're the best they're the best anytime i see my my motorcycle bronies at a convention i always have to go up and be like because they're really cool they're like a mashup of the village people and my little pony love them they are some of the sweetest people too but they're like manly like motorcycle <laughs> men like i'll kick your butt and then they're like hey i got my little pony and i love my little pony i don't know just yeah. i love that i love these guys <laughs> so willow were you familiar with the bronies before 
this morning before this week? Yes, I was. Uh, they're like, they're the Bronies kind of have like an offshoot with um, uh, the furries, uh, um, but. Uh, I have, uh, I had, I went to school with one guy that came out to me as a brony and, just, and he's like all proud of his tattoo and all that. Uh, so I'm just like, Hey, yeah, th that's awesome. But um, so, some of them just like, I, I will say that I, I've kind of distanced myself. So uh, from some of the bronies in the local fandom community. Well, okay. So <laughs> you came out as a brony. I mean, how does that conversation go? Mom, dad, I really need to tell you something. Well, it, 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 stuff like that I'm is love. kind of frowned upon because of the fact that we have this stigma on men who have to be like manly and masculine all the time. And that's well, probably why I love my bronies, my the the motorcycle men, because they're like they're manly men, but then they have this this vulnerable side of loving my little pony well, and a, a vulnerable manly man. Because if Johnny, if, if you, would you get a tattoo of a rainbow and stars and, and stuff like that? No, or, but I would not get a tattoo. I'm terrified of needles <laughs> and I hate pain. So tattoos are kind of out. However, I love tattoos and I'm immediately drawn to people who do have tattoos because I just, I I'm fascinated by them. I love them. I think they're beautiful. I would never do it myself. I could never bring myself to do that, but um, I love them. So I don't look, I'm with Dave Mattingly. I don't bemoan anybody who likes anything. So, um, you know, I, I don't mind people liking what they love. Um, you know, as we say on the show all the time, we won't yuck their yum. Um, and uh, Dave Mattingly says, I guess my little pony gangs have very bright gang colors. Yes. yes! Do. <laughs> I, 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 I do want to kind of I do want to see that, though. Like, I, I, I would love to see a, my little pony biker gang come, come rolling in here. My gosh, <laughs> it's a real thing. It yeah. is a real. Oh, it's amazing. <gasps> and and Grizzly Adam says, I don't care what people do, Dave, but I don't have to like it. And that's true. You that's don't true. have to like everything, um, but you can at least appreciate their love for something and appreciate right. their passion for it. Um, and, and look, I, I understand why, you know, some guys, even, you know, manly guys would be into doing My Little Pony cosplay. I mean, on a dare, I did Harley Quinn and people loved it and they loved it so much that I became addicted to that attention. Right. I'm like, Oh wow. People dig this. I want to do it again. And probably the same thing uh, goes on with a lot of the guys who do the bronies. However, there is a dark side to the brony fandom. And there are dark side to everything. Who knew there was a dark side to my little pony. Ew. But well, I mean, considering where it derived from, yeah, like, so Four Chan is an evil, evil, evil place on the internet. Yeah, apparently, to begin with. the Brony community first started and took root took root on Four Chan around 2010, um, and uh, it's about two years after um, that that 
series, uh, Friendship is Magic, started airing. And but here's here's where it gets really weird is that because it started on 4chan, there is a connection between brony fandom and far right um, political, you know, ideology, uh, Nazism. They, they, there's some Nazi fetishism in the brony community. But here's where it gets really strange. In April 15th of 2021, there was a, a shooting at FedEx ground facility in Indianapolis. And it resulted in the death of nine people, including the gunman. And he was a brony and was like heavy into the brony community. And that's when reporters started taking this deep dive into the brony, um, the brony subculture and right wing bronies, according to the, the article, now have a body count. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but. Um, that was just, I, I feel like that that was just the media sensationalizing uh, the whole fandom because they did that. It, they kind of did that with the, um, with the furry community as well. And uh, an episode of CSI did not help. Well, so th this is going to be disheartening to everybody. There is a branch of comic and anime fandom that is very heavily into Nazi fetishism. I've never understood that. I don't get it. Why do you think Nazis are cool and something to be idolized? I don't but get it. But it's not just, it, Johnny, it's not just the bronies that are part of that group either. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking, it's, yeah. it's uh, in, in anime fandom, it's a big thing. And, um, you see them at anime <laughs> conventions in the Nazi uniforms, uh, cosplaying as Nazis. And, I, you know, I don't, I, you know, it's, it's kind of sad that that's a thing. I mean, there, yeah. Like a um, couple of years ago, I think it was at Dragon Con. Uh, a couple of guys were walking around in Nazi uniforms, uh, uh, but like Hello Kitty. Right. Form. That's right. And some people tried to get them kicked out. And um, Dragon Con said, look, we, we don't agree with the political statement that's being made. However, they have a right of free expression and free speech. And they, they refused to kick them out, which, you know, I, I, I applaud Dragon Con for, you know, supporting free speech and free expression. But guys, look, there's a time and a place. No, no, there's never a time or a place to to celebrate nazism there's never a time or a place no. for that. but um you know when when you're gonna make a statement that offends people you know i don't know i i don't agree with it either willow dave mattingly remembers the csi furry con episode i do too my wife watched that and she looked at me and she she said is this a real thing are, are these the kind of people you hang out with? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I, I've been there doing a lot are. of I've been doing a lot of work with the local furry community to uh, kind of 
um, shift the focus away from uh, a lot of the hatred that the furry community has been getting. Um, in all fandoms, there's going to be like the kink side. What You're going to get that rule, with anything. Rule number 34. Is that yeah. what it is? If there's a Pretty fandom, much. there's yep something on you porn. To but people make it. it a big issue that oh, if furries like to dress up to be kinky, and no, it's not. Now, Dave Mattingly makes a great point. I can see cosplaying as the Red Skull, if that's your thing. See, I can I can agree with people um, cosplaying as Nazis as long as they are clear that they are cosplaying as a villain and not, you know, glamorizing or, you know, making it look like some great thing. Uh, and Grizzly Adams makes a good point. Free speech works both ways. They have the right to do it, and I have the right to shame them for it. Yes, absolutely. So, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the fun my of My Little Pony. pony. My little pony. <laughs> <laughs> Dee's like, please, can we just sing the song and hug each other and taste the rainbow? Fart glitter. I don't know. Oh, my God. We did. I, I think in before. the 90s also, uh, the whole pony craze became a huge thing because, uh, oh, why am I... Um, the, the woman who made like all the colorful uh, like rainbows and um, uh, unicorns and stuff like that for like books and uh, markers and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I can't remember her, her <clears throat> name, but um, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, so my little pony is one of those franchises that really has never gone away. It's like strawberry shortcake, rainbow bright, Care Bears to some degree, uh, Transformers, G.I. Joe's, you know, He-Man. They've never gone away. She-Ra. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're enduring for a reason because they, they've captured a certain segment of pop culture that just fell in love with this franchise. And uh, Lisa Frank is her name. Thank you. Grizzly Adams, we have you to thank for that. So, D, you fell in love with My Little Pony Are when you, you were a little girl. No, not at all. <laughs> and and I'm so glad that, holy cow, we finally found something that D resonates with. So, so far <laughs> on the show in the last three years, D has loved My Little Pony and Gem and the Holograms. In the last three years. <laughs> I was a sports <clears throat> fan too. Oh I'm a gosh. don't care bear. Jeez. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says I'm a don't I don't care bear. That's funny. I think I still have some care bears too. I'm gonna have to hunt those down. Yeah. Yeah, you do. That's what this show is all about. Is is remembering, reliving, and in some cases taking a deep dive. Um, and you know, when we've been doing these shows, a lot of times I'm reminded of you know something that i'd forgotten about and i'm one of those kind of guys that when when i rediscover something that i loved i want to re like really investigate the whole thing like when we were talking about shazam all of a sudden i was looking and watching 
everything connected with Shazam and finding new stuff that I didn't even know existed that um, is far superior to the original stuff. Well, you Mm kind of do that as an adult too. So like things look different to you as an adult than they do as a child. Yeah. You know, so you're going to go back and go, Oh, I didn't know that as a child. Like my little ponies were satanic. Yeah, but but what according to the Christian faith is is satanic? Just like Dungeons and Dragons and the Smurfs, <laughs> we can lump them all together. So what does that say about me? <laughs> I mean, okay, my mom tried to ban us from watching The Simpsons because of one little episode that made fun of certain things. Yeah. <laughs> Simpsons was pretty controversial when it first came out, but um, now it's pretty lame, and now it's on Disney Plus. So, yeah. yeah but uh, D, what does that say about you? You're a heathen. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and All yeah, right. Veggie Tales exists. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We we might have to do an episode about VeggieTales just for you, Will, because I love VeggieTales. I, I love ve- VeggieTales too, but... VeggieTales no. is one of the most cleverly written shows ever. Um, but, D, last yes. thoughts on My Little Pony? No. Stop it. No. Stop all have- the negativity, people. <clears throat> That's my last thoughts on My Little Pony. Stay positive. Sunshine and rainbows. Fart glitter. Come on. <laughs> Willow, what about you? Final thoughts about My Little Pony. I, I, um, it, okay. If you're a little kid and you or if you have little kids and you want to distract them with something that uh, uh, that isn't the newer cartoons out now that are driving you nuts, put on My Little Pony. Yeah, that'll it, that'll be a good couple hours for them it, it, to wrap their minds around and learn some morals from. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to throw out this challenge to you: if you want to have a really bizarre experience, like I did this week, just have the My Little Pony playing in the background. Don't watch it; just listen. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> um, uh, D- Grizzly Adams says, D got that Care Bear stare. <laughs> you know what that means? I don't know what that means. And Dave Mattingly says, the bunny, the bunny. I did it for the bunny. <laughs> Speaking of veggie tales. Well. My little pony. My little pony. <laughs> That's going to be a clip over and over this week of DJ singing the theme song. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, friends and foes, it is almost time for us to go. But before we go, we have got to remind you of a couple of things. One, we are partnered with Comic Books for Kids. 
Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more. Visit CB4K.org. I love that. I love that. Um, and we're going to be talking more about comic books for kids in the next couple of months because I believe they are going to be our uh, charity partner for the multi Multiverse Fundraiser coming up uh, later this year. Clyde Hall says something real fun. D, don't be sad. My Little Pony is still delighting little kids at the school bus stop on our corner. Backpacks, coloring books. The kids are finding the delight that you love in those characters even now. Thank you for saying that. And that's what this is all about. And Grizzly Adams adds, the Care Bear Stare is an ability that most members of the Care Bear family possess. The primary uses of this ability are to defeat the Care Bear's enemies. Well, of course I have it. I have five kids. <laughs> I love that. It's a mom's there. I love what that. I so before we leave, we have to remind you guys where you can see us live. And in just a couple of weeks, I will be at Metrotham Con um, in Chattanooga. May 12th through the 14th. Unfortunately, D, you can't join me for that one, but we will have a special live in-person co-host, our good friend, Elizabeth Murphy Spivey, who joined us at Chattacon last year. Why can't and I join you for that? Oh, yeah. I, you, got a, you got a something. You I have a red it. carpet event. Yeah. Yeah. But then you can see D and I both together. In the flesh, baby, at ICCC. How many C's are there? There's three C's. <laughs> I triple, I triple C. You know, I, I always feel like when I do that, I triple C, I'm throwing up gang signs. <laughs> I will um, only be there that Saturday. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, D and I will be together on Saturday. I'll be there Friday night all day Saturday and all day Sunday um, broadcasting, doing panels. Uh, we'll do a live episode from uh, the IC collectors con. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And uh, we've got more cons coming up this summer that we'll be attending and Willow. So you might be in luck because there's another personality a voice actress who is a friend of mine who does cartoon voices she lives in canada so we're trying to get her uh down to the states and so if we can we're gonna we're gonna piggyback a plane ticket for you with her so um fingers are crossed <laughs> That uh, your passport, you guys know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's a great segue um, to help us get Willow into the States to join us live at some of these shows. I have donate. never been on a plane and I've never been to the States. So this will be quite the experience for me. It will, because America is not what you see on Canadian TV. 
it's worse. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you can you can support Willow's excursion to visit the U.S. and fly for the first time at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. Donate generously. If you hate our show, donate even more generously so that we can improve it. And, um, you know, so all of the chaos that was happening at the beginning of the show, maybe we can do something to mitigate it. Probably not. But, you know, we'll take your money anyway and we'll try. <laughs> There's motivation, isn't it? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that just came out by accident. Anyway, not really. Um, so follow and support everybody on the screen. Um, Willow at Willow Skyler on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And listen, you know what Willow really loves? Willow <laughs> really good loves it. <laughs> no, Willow really loves it when she's wearing a low cut tight fitting dress for you to make rude comments on her YouTube oh videos. She <laughs> Debartee does actually love that. That makes her feel really good. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Not true at no. all. D you hates it. To... God, John, you're going to chase away the creepers again. I know. Well, no. <laughs> I, I well, I, I guess I shouldn't really complain because that has now become one of my uh, top viewed uh, videos. Well, on YouTube. I, I was gonna I was gonna share this with you privately. Both. I was gonna share this with you privately, Willow. Don't don't be offended by the creepers. You know, posting rude comments. Embrace it and be proud of it. Like like claim it as the queen. Yes, you're making these. <laughs> why wouldn't you? You're welcome. Okay. Anyway. John says that about me and then has to chase them off at conventions. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous. I'm going to be honest security. with you. I, I get a little bit jealous of my, my female co-hosts and cosplayer friends because they get all of this attention. And I'm like, I'm over here too. Yeah, it but you know what? You can walk in the parking lot by yourself. Okay, you I, can go to the bathroom by yourself. Well, this is true. Wait, do guys? You have you to, to the bathroom? I am literally you getting to esca escort me to the bathroom, John. Do you not remember? I mean, come on. I, I'm literally getting guys from other countries uh, professing their love for me who don't even know me and have no idea what the video is actually about that I posted. Well, I, I mean, I've professed my love for you. <laughs> yeah, but you know her. Before I knew her. <laughs> anyway, uh, follow Debartee at Debartee Photo on all of the social channels and follow us at Serial Box Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you consume fun Saturday morning content. And Clyde Hall is going to have the last word this morning. John Willow D, thanks for the my Little Pony deep dive today. Have a fun weekend. You are welcome, Clyde. And My we... Little Pony, My Little Pony. <laughs> are there any other lyrics to that song? Yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we are going to say so long, farewell, Alvida Saint Bonjour. And uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Continue to watch, like, share, comment. 
whatever platform you're listening or watching, uh, subscribe and click the notification bell so that you never miss an episode. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.